0: Galnet News Digest, 19th of February, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Lucifer device declared missing. Missing heiress confirmed missing. Desert bus in space. Threading the clockwork needle. Lucifer device declared missing. Following last week's attack on an unregistered research base, the Federal Intelligence Agency believes that a large nuclear fusion warhead has been stolen. The prototype warhead, codenamed the Lucifer device, has an estimated yield the equivalent of 300 million tonnes of TNT. The Lucifer device is claimed to be portable, which must mean it is very efficient indeed. A traditional fission device would need a mass of roughly 300 tonnes to give a 300 megaton yield, but fusion weaponry is allegedly both cleaner and more efficient. It still seems unlikely that it would fit in a briefcase. Whoever stole the bomb, incidentally killing all the personnel at the base, is now in possession of a device capable of releasing one and a half times the energy of the famous eruption of Mount Krakatoa in 1883. We can only hope they intend to use this technology to benefit mankind. Missing heiress confirmed missing. Lady Talitha Ambrose and the funds of the Ambrose Foundation have both been confirmed as missing by her mother, Baroness Oksana Ambrose, the head of the Foundation. The Wall Glass Investigations Agency has been hired by the bankrupt Foundation to find the missing Lady Talitha. Baroness Ambrose believes that her daughter must have been kidnapped and forced to surrender her inheritance by a gang of vicious criminals. However, based on previous celebrity behaviour, the Baroness would be well advised to check the guest list at Skyglow Havens on the rear archipelago, just on the off-chance that Lady Talitha might be investing her inheritance on health treatments. Desert Bus in Space The longest ever Fuel Rats rescue is nearing completion. Commander DeLuvian Ray's cruise has been stranded since the 25th of November 3304, 43 days of supercruise and 141.3 light-years from the jumping point of the furthest system from Seoul. Like the Antarctic explorer Robert Falcon Scott, Commander DeLuvian's attempt to be the furthest person from Seoul has already been surpassed, and like Scott, his expedition has turned into a fight for survival, when he found he had insufficient fuel either to return to the star or to jump out of the system. Unlike Scott, Commander Deluvian could call on the Fuel Rats. The Fuel Rats received the call on the 3rd of January, and after several days of planning set off on the 8th of January. They arrived at Semitas Beacon on the 12th, and have been in Supercruise ever since. With the stop for refuelling after the first 38.7 light years. Fuel Rat commanders Highway Warrior and Veristhia passed the 112 light year mark from Cemetery Speacon on Friday, the 15th of February, leaving them with less than 30 more light years to supercruise. This should take around five and a half days, meaning the next bearing check could be as early as 9 pm on Tuesday. The rendezvous and rescue has been planned for 9 pm galactic time on Saturday, the 23rd of February. This rescue dwarfs the rescue of Commander Percera in December 3302, which involved a mere 11.7 light-years in supercruise. The current record for the furthest commander from Sol was claimed by Darius Architectus on the 15th of October 3304 at 121 light-years from Semeter's beacon or 65,768.34 light-years, from Sol. Threading the Clockwork Needle The latest extreme sport for Distant Worlds 2 pilots is ring racing. This involves passing between the clockwork rings, two very close planets and their respective rings, in supercruise at roughly the speed of light. The whole thing takes only a few seconds, but the angle of the rings leaves little scope for error. Any commander wishing to try is encouraged to form an orderly queue in the Baya Ain QA-J C11-144 system, Planet 4. And that's this week's Scalnet News. Scalnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.